What's up, everybody? This is Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 59 of Ask Pat. Today's question is from Venu from Sydney. But before we get to Venu's question and my answer, I want to get to today's sponsor, which is Zip Recruiter. If you go to ziprecruiter.com slash pat, you're going to see this amazing website that I just discovered that helps you post a job that you might need. You know, if you're going to be hiring employees or something like that in your business, Post it to ZipRecruiter.com because you're not just posting to one job site. You're posting to 50 with one single click. And they even highlight the best candidates for you, making it easy for you to hire the right person fast. It's such a cool website and, and service for all of us looking for additional help. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash Pat. Thank you to the guys at ZipRecruiter for sponsoring the show. Now let's get to today's question from Venu, which is about buying a domain that might already be taken. What do you do? How much do you pay? Well, let's get to Venu's question. Hey, Pat. My name is Venu. I'm from Sydney. I'm just starting my own online business. And the domain I'm looking to use, it's already been taken. I'm just wondering how can I go about contacting the owner? And also, what, what amount would you suggest to offer? I love what you're doing. Thank you so much for the inspiration, Pat. Appreciate it. Thank you. Venu, thank you so much for your question. And first of all, I'm sorry to hear that doma- that the domain that you wanted was taken. You know, that seems to be a very common thing these days with everybody going online, everybody using up all the words and all the domain names. It's just hard to start a new domain name that we want because it's already taken. And I'll tell you from my own experience, I just purchased a domain that I've wanted for so long. And I'll tell you what that experience was like at the end of this. But I will say up front, if if you are if if you are incredibly attached to this domain name and there's no way possible that you could ever just modify it a little bit, then I would go and pursue and use the strategies and some of the tactics to figure out who that person is and how to contact them and how to wheel and deal with them, which I'll talk about in a second. But I would think about it really hard. If, if, if you can actually just add a couple words or letters in the front or the back of that domain name and it would be okay, you should totally do that. It's going to be much cheaper. It's, it's more than likely going to be available for you. For example, when I started my niche site to help people in the security guard training industry, I wanted securityguardtraining.com. Now, I found out that this person who owned this domain uh, who was actually selling the site through sort of a, a brokerage firm or a domain brokerage company, which is very common. That that could be the case in in your case, Venu. Um, and this is often the case if a site is sort of being squatted on, people are just waiting for somebody who wants it to to charge a lot of money for it. Well, this person who was selling security guard training a uh, security guard training dot com who wasn't using it was willing to sell it to me for thirty five thousand dollars. And I was like, oh, let me think. No, that's that's way too much money. And so what I did was I just added a modifier. I added a couple letters at the end of that domain name. So I added, I, it was securityguardtraininghq.com, which you can see it's still live today. It's uh, And it's doing really well. I mean, that, that that's the whole point of this story is I didn't need that domain name that I initially wanted and was very, very attached to. Um, obviously, the $35,000 made me uh, look a different direction, but just adding the HQ at the end, you know, it didn't, I mean, I was still able to rank that site number one within three months. And then, you know, since 2010, it's been earning uh, between two thousand and four thousand dollars a month, so I didn't even need that domain. So the question you need to ask yourself: if you're, if if you find a domain that you really want and it's taken, do you really need that domain, 
or could you add a modifier on the front or back of it and just move on from there? Now, if you really do want that domain, the first thing you want to do is see who uh, that person is who owns the site. Um, if that domain is already being used, for example, by another business, you know you can just go through that business's uh, contact form, for example, and just contact that company from there. But I actually would go this route instead. I would go to a website. You can find if you go to whois.com. That's h or excuse me w h o i s dot com. So if you go to whois.com slash whois, that'll go to a search field or a search bar that you can just type in any domain. And you hit enter, and it'll give you the domain information for that specific website. That is, who is the host of that website as far as the company that hosts that domain. But also, more importantly, the person who uh, sort of is the owner of that domain. And including information about that person like address, phone number, and email. And if that's available, you can send them an email and sort of wheel and deal from there. That's how you find out who is selling that that website if it's uh, you know being used or even if somebody's just squatting it you know just go from there. A lot of times you'll see brokerage companies like I mentioned earlier who will be squatting who are the you know the, you'll see instead of a person's name it's a company uh, and you can contact them from there as well or visit their website and you'll see on their website that that domain is being sold and oftentimes they'll they'll tell you a price. So uh, that's the nice thing about the brokerage company is that they'll tell you what they're asking for, but it's often pretty ridiculous and that doesn't mean that that's what they're going to sell it for. I've had companies offer uh, domain names for $2,000 that I was able to sort of negotiate down to $500. And the argument I always use is, hey, I'm probably the first person to ever ask for this domain name. Like, okay, I'm offering you $500. You're offering me, you're you're selling it to me for $2,000. You take it or leave it. And that's how I, I, you know, that usually is the approach that that I use that works really well. But I'll tell you again that story about that big domain that I got that I paid quite a bit of money for that I've wanted for so long and how that came about. But a lot of times you'll also do this sort of whois.com slash whois search and see that it's it's private. You know, just the, the you, all you'll see is the domain host. And what that person did is they paid a little bit of extra money when they signed up for their uh, website for who is privacy. So when you sign up for who is privacy, people can't see your domain name or your uh, email address or, or not your domain name, but they can't see your name, they can't see your phone number, and they can't see your addresses. Uh, so that's that's really important. That's why people do that, and that's why I recommend doing that if you uh, start up a website. You know, it's just safer that way. You don't want people calling your house, you know, or emailing you out of the blue like that. But there are still ways to find it. You can actually go through the domain registrar if you want and, and uh, sort of try and contact them there. Uh, again, typically if people are sitting on a website, they will want to sell it. And on that website, even if it's not a real website and it just has some ads on there, if you search and scroll all the way down to the bottom, you might see something that says this website is for sale, which might take you to another page with information about how much is being sold for or how much you want to bid for it. Now, how much should you pay for it? I mean... That's really up to you. I mean, how much is that site worth to you? How much is that domain worth to you? I mean, the price is going to vary based on how much you want it and how much that person's willing to sell. And it's different on a case-by-case basis. So uh, to finish up, I'm going to tell you the story about how I got patflynn.com. My name is Pat Flynn. I wanted patflynn.com. Um, I wasn't able to get it at first, which is why patflynn.me started. But anyway, what happened was this was actually two years ago. I found out that uh, patflynn.com was taken. So I did the whois.com slash whois search. 
Um, and the interesting thing about that was when you go when you went to patflynn.com, it went and redirected to a page that was on a photography website. It was just this person, his name is Pat Flynn, of course, and it just redirected to his gallery on this third party photography site. Um, it didn't even, you know, I mean, I, I felt like that that was sort of a poor use of it, but I found out that he was really attached to patflynn.com. And so I tested him and, the, and you know, he, I offered him, you know, I started low, of course, $500 and he's like, no, I'm going to pass. And then I offered him a couple thousand dollars and he said, no, I'm going to pass. And then I just, for fun, I was like, Hey, I'm going to, I'll offer you $15,000 for it. And he said, no. And, uh, I was like, wow, well, what, what's the attachment to this? I mean, I know it's your name, but you're just redirecting to another site, and it's not even your own creation. It's a third-party website that you're just redirecting to. And he said, well, you know, for photographers, it's a really important thing to uh, have your own sort of name, you know, as your domain. You know, and he said maybe he'll build a website in the future, but it just went to his gallery. So I hadn't heard from him two years after that. I wasn't, I wasn't going to force it. I wasn't going to. Uh, you know, do anything like that. But I just waited a couple of years and I got an email uh, from him a couple of years later. This was about six months ago. And um, he was like, hey, are you still interested in buying the buying patflynn.com? And I said, uh, yeah, but you know, I, I got Pat, this is me saying, uh, sharing stuff that, you know, really happened, but it made, it, the, the purpose of sharing what I'm about to say was to say, I don't need it as much as I, I as I needed it before, which meant the price could go down. That was sort of the thinking in my head. So I went, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm still interested. Uh, everybody would still be interested in their own name and .com, but you know, I got patflynn.me. It's doing what it needs to do. I don't necessarily need patflynn.com anymore. And he said, okay, well, what's what's uh, you know, well, I'll you know, I'm I'll sell it to you for the, your fifteen grand that you offered before. And I was like, no, I, I like I said, I don't need it anymore. Uh, I have patflynn.me. And so I was able to negotiate the price down to about $6,000. So, you know, less than half, almost a third of what the initial asking price was. Um, and I, that was something I was comfortable paying for. You know, patflynn.com is a very good domain. Um, you know, I had some money saved up for that. And so I was willing to, to part with that money to get patflynn.com, which will eventually become the sort of hub for all of my projects. It sort of is if you go to patflynn.com right now, but it'll also become the primary spot where I'm going to be featuring a lot of my speaking uh, highlights and, and, and recruiting sort of more conferences to come, go and speak to and do more keynotes and things like that. So I knew it was that that's why I wanted it initially in the first place. And so I got it. And uh, so it, it took a lot of persistence and you know, a little bit of wheeling and dealing. And um, it's just really interesting how that happened. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed that story of Anu and everybody else listening. But yeah, so whois.com slash whois is the important website there to find out information about who is behind that website um, and, and how much you need to pay. Well, that's 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 up to you and, and, and also your negotiation skills. You know, you, you want to you have them put out the offer first and, and, and see if you can negotiate from there there's there's a lot of books and, and tactics that go along with um, selling and wheeling and dealing you know a lot of people aren't comfortable with doing with doing that and you know um, you know the whole carsman sales or negotiation process which is why you know carmax for example is a very big thing now where there's no negotiation because people hate it but it's, it is something you're going to have to do so um, you know potentially read some articles about that uh, if, if that is something you're going to be doing in the future. But Vanu, I wish you the best of luck with your domain. And again, don't forget, you might be able to just add a modifier to it. 
So, Fanu, thank you so much for your question. I uh, am going to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt. I'm really excited to uh, see what it looks like on you. And if any of you have a question that you'd like answered here on the show, head on over to askpat.com. And again, I'm going to remind you about today's sponsor, which is Zip Recruiter. If you go to ziprecruiter.com, you could try it out for free. If you go to ziprecruiter.com slash pat, try it out for free. Uh, you can, you know, there's a ton of job boards out there. This makes it super simple. Just post the job that you need, hit a button, and it goes out to the 50 most visited job board websites on the internet. Everything from indeed.com, which I've worked with before, Monster, to eBay Classifieds, job.com, LinkedIn, Facebook, Google+, Twitter, Glassdoor, uh, The Ladders, which is, I think, the 100K plus one, um, Startwire, Jobs Radar, Oodle. I mean, just uh, all of them. I mean, you don't have to go to all of them individually. You go to ziprecruiter.com slash pat. So thank you again for listening to this episode. I'm going to end with a quote, as I always do. This quote is from Henry David Thoreau. He said, the price of anything is the amount of life you exchange for it. Interesting, right? So when it comes to domains, how much life are you going to put into that domain? Um, but how much of, of your life is that going to take as well? Um, as, as, as far as the attention to get that and also the attention you're going to put into it once you do get it. So Vanu, best of luck to you. Best of luck to all of you out there trying to get your domain. Um, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now you might've noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects that being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.